What's up, America? Welcome to another edition of Bareback Sports. Coming at you raw with the most intelligent and insightful idiots on the internet. It's B and Opie joining Cass. What's up, gentlemen? And I do use that term super, super loosely. <laughs> you should. What's going on? <laughs> well, as we discussed, liquor is uh, Tuesday night liquor. <laughs> yep. Oh, it's nice when Tuesday is Saturday. Tuesday we did is Saturday. It. it is Tuesday, right? It is Tuesday. Tuesday. Tuesday day. Tuesday day. Saturday. noon. Friday twos. Friday. Hey, what's up? What's going on? <laughs> Nothing, Opie. What's going on with you? Have you sufficiently recovered from your WrestleMania debauch? Uh, yeah, I'm finally over my two week sickness. So. It's probably an allergy to New Orleans. I would have to think that there's like some real special kind of bacteria running around and some shit down there. Oh, yeah, this is a filthy town, I tell you what. Mm-hmm. <laughs> River dirt and fucking human garbage leaving human garbage behind. Human and animal feces just right? down the street for no reason. Fucking... Well, there's a reason, because there's horses everywhere. But. Bunch of stinky, swelly, sweaty marks running around for six oh, days yeah. doesn't help matters either. <laughs> That's probably the worst of it. I'm sure we all know that that wrestling crowd is a very, very well-washed crowd. They, they're they oh, totally yeah. always showering daily, exercising proper hygiene. <laughs> right? When Hunman is like the fourth cleanest person out of the fucking bunch, then you know... There's some stink bombs going off in fucking Mullins during goddamn Mania Week. Oof. Jeebus. That's all right, though. Sometimes people stink. Still real to me, damn it. Heard that. Still real to me, damn it. But, yeah. uh, So, we've got some serial sports stuff going on right now. There's baseball is happening which it's happening better for B than it is for both Opie and I. Uh, it's to be expected for me. The Sox are like 4-14 and 14 right now, which is fantastic for what we're after here. Um, a few bright yep. spots. Yeah, give me that numero uno, which in baseball isn't always a... It's, it's not always a sure thing. I don't know if there's any you know highly sought-after draft prospects for baseball. I don't really care because it doesn't really matter. Uh, it's all how they develop, which is really what's important in baseball. But And the Cubbies are just kind of like... Cubbies are just kind of like meh right now. You see like, hey, how you do? doing? And then just kind of... Yeah. I want to go to sleep. <laughs> Dealing yeah, with some injuries, too. Kind of. Baez is actually taking over this some sort of leadership role here. I don't know how this that's going on because uh, Chris Bryant and Rizzo aren't really do, leading by example like they usually do. And um, it's mostly the starting pitching. You Darvish is fucking Ooh-hoo. is not worth the money, obviously. Not and, yet. Uh, I mean, not, he's what, fourth start. It's yeah. I wouldn't. Oh my god! It's such a small sample size for any pitcher just going out there. Like Quintana's been shitty too. Like, <clears throat> sorry, excuse me. 
and Lester's been up and down himself, and Hendricks is probably the only one that's been steady, and that's still, I mean, I, I the game today, the first starter <clears throat> threw a pitch into the seventh inning for the first time this year. Wow. So that shows you how. It took like 20 games to get you there, huh? Yeah, and we're still 500, so that, that sh- like our bullpen's shut down. Like, we haven't, it's hard to get there when you're, when you're down by so much, or I guess not. Carl so Jr. been eating his thick burgers this year. Yeah, Morrow's been pitching. I mean, the bullpen is the bright spot. So if that that holds through the whole season, we'll be fine. That Justin dude still can't quite get his shit figured out, though. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what the fuck is up with him. It's all in his head. Cause and he and dealing, he was. A, shut down reliever before we traded for him and then all of a sudden he just went the shit it happens i wouldn't worry so much about quintana uh he's a bit of a slow starter he 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 gets better in warmer weather and plus what the fuck cubs have had like in my last count like 14 rainouts so far this year <laughs> something like that <laughs> it's hard to it's hard to find a little rhythm when you're it's you're Having all these rainouts and, and snow outs too. Yeah, rain I mean, too. between, between like the rain and snow and mm-hmm. playing in just forty degree weather all the time, like that's tough baseball. How do you how do you stay warm as a starter that long? And it kind of makes you wonder if they were protecting the guys a little bit too. Very possible. Very possible. It is tough baseball weather, but when you uh, when you bring up Javi Baez, did you guys watch the video that I forwarded to you the other day? Definitely. <laughs> Love that him. motherfucker is just one of my favorite damn baseball players. Uh, was it DJ LeMahieu was at second trying to steal signs. Baez just goes and straight up stands in front of him while he's taking his lead off from second. And, and LeMahieu's trying to like duck around him and Baez is kind of looking behind him and ducking. And then he runs back to go play short real quick once the sign comes through. It was fantastic. And uh, LeMahieu was getting pissed and you know, I don't, I don't care because that is what baseball is right there. That is baseball, just gamesmanship, just trying to get in the other guy's head. Just exactly, and if, if, and if they're going to be them. so upset, you know, like and claiming that stealing signs is a part of the game, then so is blocking the guy trying right. to steal signs. So is the prevention thereof. To, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and exactly. Bias is like, I don't care what you think. He's like, I'm just out here to play baseball, and if you want to get mad at me for for something stupid like this, then whatever. I'm going to go yeah. continue to play baseball and have fun. Well, I think it would be great for them to have a guy like Baez step up and take a leadership role because, you know, as as photogenic, intelligenic as Bryant and, Bryant and Rizzo really are, uh, you're a, you know – somewhat hated franchise with a giant target on your back now that you have now that you have a world series under your belt in the last millennium and century and decade so you uh you might need a little snarl a little edge there to your team somebody with a little bit of a little bit of a dgaf there to him to kind of help carry you Wilson through some Contreras is the same type of fiery guy too so yeah yeah he is and uh you know that's uh that could be a good or a bad thing with when managing a pitching staff though 
you know, I'd rather see it out of a shortstop positional player like that. But because uh, some pitchers require a little bit more of a tempered hand, and if you can't, you know, calm yourself. And plus, I think I think the amount of mound visit restrictions. I don't think that's something we've talked about yet this year, or maybe not for a few weeks. But down to six mound visits now. So, um, you know, and Contreras was a guy that liked to go to the mound. Oh, yeah, he even said, find me. Like, if it gets to the point where he needs to go to the mound, he's like, find me. I don't give a shit. Awesome. awesome. I mean, the thing about find the number me. six is, like, you, you're rarely really going to use that number up anyway unless you're just doing it out of habit. Right, right. And if uh, if you need six mound visits in a game to get something right, chances are it's probably off the rails anyways. You know, if you're if you're embroiled in that deep of a strategic battle, then that's one thing. But generally, six mound visits to me mean you got a whole slew of guys getting shelled out there. <laughs> yeah. And then I didn't want to throw a Brizone. Brizzo, I guess I should just say that, but Rizzo, so he's coming back, and then Bryant's, he's been up there with the leaderboards, he's not hitting the home runs, and that's what people are kind of expecting out of him. People like to flash him, yeah. But he has more walks and strikeouts, his strikeout numbers are, like, almost Pujols-esque, getting to where he's just, he's going out there being a hitter. Like in like a Vado or something. So what, I didn't realize he had more walks than K's. That's big for him. That's awesome. And he, I mean, he what led the led his rookie year. I think he almost had two hundred or something. Yeah, he had one hundred ninety nine his year. And that was without a month and a half of playing too. Like he had astronomical numbers, but now he's just he's learned how to hit. And what he's like still twenty four, twenty five. He's already MVP. Oh World yeah, series champion. I mean, no, he's on pace to be one of your in his franchise all timers for sure. Yeah, for sure. You know, the guy's done nothing but win at any level of baseball he's ever played. And at, once but... the weather heats up, like that, that'll be he. He hits his home runs in bunches too. Well, and to think that, like B said, the snow and the rain and the bad baseball weather and all the cancellations on top of that, to think that that doesn't play into some of your early season troubles is is ridiculous to not ascribe some of your struggles to lack of rhythm and and cold weather and you know non-baseball weather and having to travel and then take a fucking day off when you're in town for a game and you know also too um you've got a few teams off to starts that you wouldn't expect in the pirates and milwaukee is is starting off hot again this year <clears throat> I think the Cardinals are even a little better than I expected them to be at the beginning of the season, too. I, I oh, looked at the schedule. I don't want to throw them under the bus, but uh, oh, it's they nice just to play the Cincinnati <laughs> seven out of last nine games. Oh, did you really yeah, get the fuck so... out of here? Yeah. Oh, come on! I was wondering. I was like, "There's no way they're not, they're first in this division right now, unless they're playing some shitty ass team." And of course, they're playing the Reds. You are and, correct, sir. And then they, they split with the Cubs, so they're eight out of their last nine. I don't know okay. if today or yesterday, I guess it would be. I don't know. That's but, awesome. Just eating. Yeah, them. that's a little... Uh, not saying <laughs> they're still beating teams they should beat. They There's a skew there, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A bit of a slant. They were, they were right around 500, and then all of a sudden they're where they are now. And yeah. it's 
you know, it's thanks to the Reds. We'll take it, though. <laughs> take it, man. I mean, beat the team. You got to beat the team. You got to beat the team. You got to beat the team. And if we don't, then that's our own damn fault. Mm-hmm. The real story, though, I mean, it takes a no-hitter to beat fucking Boston, it seems like, right? Jesus. It's crazy, man. It is absolutely crazy. They went fucking 16-2. and two. They had won, like, nine in a row, I think, or ten in a row. And then Sean Manaya. Uh, yeah, eight. My fantasy team. Just, oh, of just course you did. How many fantasy points you get for a no hitter, Opie? It was like forty-two. I want to say. Damn. Good yeah, money. That's, that's some. That's some win your win your week money, right? Yeah, there. right. Give you a little cushion right there. Glad I'm not playing you. Give you a little cushion. A lot of my guys yeah. are coming off the DL, so I'm one and two. I'll be all right. Well, you keep getting no hitters from fucking mid-level guys on teams that nobody gives oh, that a fuck a, about. That You'll was a be guy all right. Waivers, like first week. <laughs> That's hilarious. Like before the season started, because yeah, Is I drafted any... three DL slot guys, so I just I picked up three guys before the season started. I think he was one of them. Was this I mean, like honestly a... like if you're 500 when Bumgarner comes back, you might just take off anyway. Yeah. Was this my, like a my lineup sick too? <laughs> and, I don't know. I'm sorry, I'm roster baiting right now. It's got, fine, dude. No, no, yeah, we I'd both like... we both drafted the same way. Awesome about your roster because when when Madison <laughs> Bumgarner loses his fucking pitching hand in a wood chipper accident in fucking Asheville County, North Carolina, in June, then I'm gonna listen to your roster bait then as well. I still got a solid lineup. So, even without Bumgarner. But it's that, fine. I'm going to learn how to pitch yeah. left-handed, come back like Jim Abbott. You'll see. Pitch machine doesn't stop me. I'm mad bum. Get mad bummed out here. It's hard not to be uh, <laughs> confident when you've won this thing three times in a row. So. Fucking pitching hand. Faxed in his KTB form to Saskatchewan Farms. It don't give a fuck. Pitch left-handed. I don't care. North yeah, Carolina. You talk about? I'm sick of baseball. Dude. So. Hockey. Uh, Vegas. Vegas sweeps out to win their first fucking round. They uh, went through and just dick slapped the Kings around. It was actually a pretty good series. No, and neither team scored more than two goals in a game. Um, I think. Maybe three. But Vegas, uh, Vegas sweeps out. Put a lot of skeptics to quiet quiet them and uh what else we've got uh toronto and boston going to the only game seven you had a a few teams just steamroll through the first round winnipeg looks really really strong uh nashville looks really really strong pittsburgh looks okay washington closed out columbus so uh we'll see if they can break their second round curse washington with ovechkin uh playing honestly Old ass Alex Kamiovechkin is playing some of the best hockey of his career right now, so it could be trouble for people out there. And uh, don't sleep on Winnipeg, though, for real. I know I've told you guys that I could sit and watch Patrick Line shoot pucks all goddamn day long. I could, and uh, their goalie is playing hot right now. But what I want to see, I honestly want to see Vegas come through. I really do. It would be so cool if Vegas would win, but it's going to probably be Tampa. Tampa's looking looking good and they're healthy. Um, Vasilevsky's playing good hockey in the net. And that's really what it takes. you got to have the goalie this time of year. No team has ever won a cup with a mediocre goalie. 
And that's really, really all it boils down to. Some games you're not going to score. Some games you're going to be able to only put two in net, one in net, and you got to have a, a fucking stalwart between the pipes behind you back there. It all starts at the red line and goes back out. You know what I'm saying? It's all crease forward. You know, you got to you gotta keep the guy in the, in the pipes with the least amount of pressure on him as possible. Let him see, see shots coming in. Keep his net front clear. I mean, that Vegas story definitely intrigues me. It's cool. I, I mean, to, to have an expansion team even have a, a shot at winning a title is just mm-hmm. insanity. So that's that's interesting. And it's it's I don't want to say it's a, a great shot, it, but it's definitely not like a snowball's chance either. You know, they've yeah. Well, they like have I, the requisite goalie, don't they? And exactly. You've been paying attention to the hockey minute, B. Good shit. <laughs> I know I, somebody's going to be listening to the hockey stuff before too long. That's great. Yeah, Flurry is uh, one cups. He knows what it takes. And, um, you know, that's it, it's also a bunch of guys, too, cobbled together from other teams that have playoff experience. So it's not like it's any of their first rodeo either. Uh, they get to play San Jose, who's playing some really good hockey. They swept Anaheim out of the first round, which is awesome because fuck Anaheim. Stupid okay. ass sh- shit ducks. God. Uh, but then uh, your other your other Western Conference series, which probably will likely produce your Stanley Cup champion, is between Winnipeg and Nashville. If you don't watch any hockey all year long, go watch some Winnipeg and Nashville. You will get the fucking... Why are you shaking your head? Give it a chance, Opie. I didn't think I would like Thai food, and then I ate Thai food, and I'm like, damn, I love Thai Sorry, food. Hockey is not Thai food. <laughs> uh, you don't know that. You've never watched I've hockey. I've watched hockey. I've watched plenty of hockey. Have you watched hockey while eating Thai food? No, <laughs> definitely not. You should try it. I'm just saying. But it's a, uh, no, it's a great matchup there in Nashville and Winnipeg. I'm going to be paying a lot of attention to that one. And then... Boston, Toronto tomorrow in the battle of whose fan base can be more fucking annoying in a game seven. So, Saskatchewan Farms, Hockey Minute, Cream of the Crap rises to the top. It's Saskatchewan Farms. That it is. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag ad. Okay. But yeah. That was your hockey couple minutes there. Thanks, Opes. It is playoff time. I love playoff hockey. I really do. The sense of urgency about playoff hockey is tremendous. You know, it's just white knuckle the whole time. It's not bad to watch. I mean, I can I can watch a little bit of it. And uh, I'll definitely play some NHLPA 93 with you. Mm. Awesome. <laughs> I just spent like uh, an hour and a half today playing NHL 18 on Xbox, and I just got whacked two out of three games. The one game that I won, I won by making the guy quit because I scored four goals in like a minute and a half. And then the same shit just gets re-rolled back on top of me, so I'm calling shenanigans on the whole goddamn thing. But since I enjoy playing hockey games, I can't keep myself away from it. Even though it's not rewarding or fulfilling in any sense of the word. It's like the opposite of what playing video games should be. (laughs) Angering. Yeah, oh, God, yeah. Frustrating <laughs> is all fucking hell. I mean, I guess if that's what video games are supposed to be, then it totally achieves it. We can't all be MLG like Opie. Fuck. Uh, I'm a rage quitter myself. 
it's easy to do. Like, man, fuck this. It's not yep. fun. Somebody yep. fucking. If you let sk- me kill if you. Like in Call five, of Duty. Let me kill you. Just let me do just it. Just stand there. <laughs> Hit one. One's not going to hurt you, but it's going to do a lot for me. And it's usually <laughs> children that kick yeah. your ass. And you Always just a 12 year old. Like less of a person. Yeah. Like, oh, there ain't nothing like getting back to that lobby and hearing some ten year old be like, Right. You suck. Right? Like, why don't you just drop out? Hey, can you quit? You you're just not good in the Oh right? my god. Motherfucker's balls <laughs> hasn't even dropped yet and he's telling you how bad you are at life. <laughs> this doesn't work. I got a mortgage, you little shit. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Go play my Madden franchise. Right? <laughs> No, I could win that shit. And I could make your mom fucking squirt, so, you know. (laughs) Keep fucking twiddling your thumbs, you little asswipe. (laughs) That's some barebacks. (laughs) So, yeah, sports. Um, No, we got uh, NBA playoffs, which I know Opie doesn't want to talk about. It's Opie right. stopped watching basketball until the draft starts, which sucks because Lottery, B, what were my B, what were my first three words to you? B asked me how I was doing. What did I say, B? Oh God. Eh. Said trust in the process. Trust the process. I, said, I am trusting the process today, B. That's what I am doing. I'm really enjoying that. They're up three one, right? Yep. And uh, if you don't trust the process, you at least got to trust Joel Embiid's sweet mask. Thing is dope. It's fucking dope. Opie, have you seen Joel Embiid's face mask that he's wearing right now? No, I have not. Ah, uh, it's like a half Black Panther mask. Like if Bill Lambeer and uh, Rip Hamilton decided to wear a Black Panther mask, it would look like this. It's all matte on the front, and it's—I think it's even got like some Batman lines to the nose and cheeks kind of shit. Right. It looks pretty baller. It, it is kind of cold. Like if you're gonna have to wear a stupid ass mask during a game, at least you know. I'm surprised nobody's done it before. Did they do it for Sparta? A little bit lax on the rules. <clears throat> I don't know. Maybe everybody's starting to trust the process. I guess. But, uh, you know, the other thing that me and B were talking about before I had to fucking stop was Ben Simmons because we're just going to keep going for 45 minutes on that and how, you know, if if Ben Simmons happened 15 years ago, we would be shitting our pants for Ben Simmons. But since we're on the heels of a guy like LeBron and a big rangy sort of guy like Kevin Garnett or, you know, we're we're used to seeing these these big dudes that have such athleticism and diversity to their game that you know when a special one comes along you don't necessarily notice it all right away, but Ben Simmons seems to be a special one, and he's got some fucking skill set there and size to go with it and uh, crazy athleticism. So. I mean, as good as he is right now, him with a shot is the NBA doesn't want to see that. That's because they're going to dominate. Uh, I mean, Embiid's already shooting at like I don't know a shooting guard. I mean, the guy can do it. Yeah, yeah, and and uh, also Brett Brown. 
That coach, the dude knows how to use people uh, to their strengths and advantages, and is not is not scared to do weird shit on the court. Like I was, we were we were talking, and I was watching this game, and I see fucking Embiid out on the wing, feeding the ball down to fucking Ben Simmons on the post. Like, oh, that's usually the other way around, but fuck it, Simmons held off the guy behind him with one arm, caught the ball with one hand, turned and stuffed it, and got an and one. Like, you know that that's. That's how you got to utilize these guys. You've got to create mismatches, which when you've got two dudes like that on the floor, you've got a chance at a mismatch almost every assignment, you know, almost every single time down the court. It's crazy. So the only thing that's in question there is health because both guys have already shown themselves to have a little bit of a proneness to injury. And Simmons thing might have been a little freak, uh, a little bit of a one-time, but you know, Embiid has certainly spent his time on the rolls, though. Another wild card, too, is uh, Fultz. I mean, got a number one pick waiting in the wings. No one knows if he's going to be, you know, what he yeah. was supposed to be at all, but he was supposed to be a shooter before, so if he can find that again, I mean, it gives the floor. Well, he was also the dude that ran into fucking Joel Embiid and broke his goddamn face, too. So, you know, to add all that other shit to the bad year that he's had... <laughs> You gotta he feel bad, for Mark Mud positive. Got no. to right. And yeah. on this on this kind of stage to be dealing with this kind of fundamental basketball flaw has yeah. just got to be so humbling. Yeah, yeah. To be going from number one eyes of the world on you, you know, and and to some extent should have a little less stress on you too because you know you're at least guaranteed paid generational money. Uh. To just have an injury turn into a head thing or a head thing turn into an injury or tomato, tomato, fucking who knows, chicken egg kind of thing there. And because of that Boston trade, I mean, it's only going to get worse because, I mean, Tatum looks like a player and they've still got a number, uh, what, I'm not sure where it's going to land in the lottery, but they've got another top 10 pick to spend. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully it lands later than the Bulls, right, Opes? Damn right. They still Damn got Gordy right. coming back next year, too. You're talking yeah. about Celtics, right? Yeah, Boston uh, Boston is just decimated this year. I mean, if, if there's a Kyrie, there might be a chance of getting to the East Finals, but nah, not right now. I mean, they'll, they'll probably get through this round against Milwaukee because Milwaukee is lacking in depth. Um, but... Yeah, Boston's just too beat up to get too far. Yeah, their time is still coming. Is Derrick Rose back to being Derrick Rose, or what's going on here? I no. heard some story. He was, he was balling out. <laughs> he had a good game. He did. He didn't have too many great games before that. Yeah, he's not the most efficient. No, no, and Minnesota doesn't shoot threes very well either, from what I understand. I haven't watched a lot of Minnesota, but from all the talk that I've heard, he's just there... kind of a he's kind of a square peg in the round hole that is the new NBA. Yeah, yeah, and he takes minutes away from guys who are probably better suited having them too. What's Derek? If Derek Rose is an integral part of your team at this point, 
and getting meaningful playoff minutes, it's not a good omen, if you ask me. That's a lot of the coaching. Old Tom, old Tommy. Tom Thibodeau. Uh, yep. Hashtag Tom Thibodeau. Hashtag not my He is. the dinosaur. He's, he, he could have been the greatest assistant coach of all times if he'd have just stayed doing defense and not had control over guys' minute loads and substitutions and, you know, the way the team was run. Uh, but the guy just, he, he just is too coachy, too basketball-y, too involved, and too <laughs> narrow-minded. Just thinking about him on the sideline makes me laugh. <laughs> if, if, if the offense in Minnesota is getting anything like the stagnancy they showed in Chicago, then, it, I mean, that's just boring basketball sometimes. It just becomes yeah. a dogfight. No, it's there's just it's it's the uh, your turn, my turn philosophy. I I haven't watched any of the games, but I guarantee it's the same way. Yeah, the dynamism should be better on a team like Minnesota. I mean, you got Carl Anthony Towns, you got fucking Is Jimmy. Isn't Wiggins getting lost in the mix because he just I don't know can't create for himself? So if you can't create for yourself and there's no ball movement, how you gonna how you gonna play basketball? He started off having a good year too, but I I don't. He hurt or something. I just remember people are. I don't know what it, and He's been lost in the mix. Isn't he coming off the bench now? I don't even know if he's starting. Well, this is like two teams in three different, maybe four different systems that he hasn't been able to fucking carve a place out for himself in. Is he just not an NBA guy? Could be one of those late bloomer role players that we see all the time, like a Joe Smith. Kind of guy, like, like a Sean like Livingston or like Al a, Horford. I don't know. It's it's still kind of early. How old is he? Twenty three, twenty four. Wiggins somewhere in there. Probably. He's not at the end of his his shelf life, but how how many years was he in college? One. He was just okay. a one and done guy. Yeah. yeah. But so, yeah, I, so he would have been nineteen. So yeah, he's probably about twenty three, twenty four. You'd like to see more than just a flash from a guy like that at this point nowadays, but that the Thibodeau just, system is just it's, so unfriendly it's to young snuffed players. Snuffed out of it the same way yeah. like Chris Dunn. Like I mean, he was a rookie, obviously, but I don't know. It's it's hard to evaluate somebody in Thibodeau's offensive system because it's everything's based off of defense. And there's like, so much all stuff that's based off. It's of just it just seems like everybody's doing isos all the time. Mm-hmm. No, that's a good to, point too, Opie. And, he likes and it's to so burn hard the for clock Ka- on both ends because he wants it to be an eighty to eighty-two dogfight every game. And it's so hard for college guys to come in and learn NBA defense that fast. You know, they don't they don't have the ability to come in and come into a defensively based system like that. Well, that's Butler, why Butler got no play in his first year. No. For Thibs. No. No, but Jimmy Jimmy is a special case there. I mean, Jimmy made himself into a uh made he always could play defense. So once he actually develops an offensive game, that's pretty much why he fell so far cuz he didn't really have much of an offensive game. He can always play defense. He always was a try-hard guy. And and with pretty decent level of athleticism too. Yeah, yeah. good point. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you if you are athletic and willing to just lay your dick on the floor, 
then you can have a place in a system like that at some point, even without developing much offensively, which is something he did on his own. So, For sure. How Pro- quick would he have developed if he didn't have to, you know, give up touches to Lou Dang and Joakim Noah and, you know, Carlos Boozer, yeah. you know, just, uh, just, just a lot of guys that were, you know, okay, well, Boozer's going to take his, his 20 and he's going to steal five boards from his teammates. And yeah. 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 Uh, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's the Bulls, the Bulls like just, there was a, yeah, that, that, those teams back then, it just, you never got this sense that they were really ever going to get over the hump until Jimmy really emerged. Because none of, the other a, guys, none of the other guys were just athletic enough to do it. No, and they were all over the hill too. And there was uh, there was no real system of development in place with Tibbs like that. Like Tibbs doesn't he doesn't develop young talent. He just wants guys to come in and know how to fucking do isolation on offense and and. You know, switch, pick, and roll as hard and fast as you fucking can. So I don't, I don't fucking know what Jimmy would have turned into were it not for his own, his own wiles there. But uh, you know, there, there might be one of those teams too that's a, it's a good regular season team. Like you look at the Hawks from two years ago, like holy shit, you know, like it was 55 win regular season team, but you knew that there was no fucking chance in the world that they were going to win a title. Yeah. It might just yeah. be a regular season team like Tibbs Bulls teams were, you know, we should and look even back as special those, as a, sorry, go ahead. No, well, we, we could definitely look back at those teams in hindsight, be like, yeah, they were really good because they laid it out 82 times a year, every single game, which left not much in the tank for the playoffs. And, you know, your talent deficiencies come through at that point, too. And then mixed with the attrition of a regular season, um, it's not going to work out in a long playoff run. Yep. And it, it really makes you wonder about the longevity of Derrick Rose's career if the coach would have prioritized getting him an outside shot earlier. You know, ball movement, not making him jump into seven-footers. I mean, I get it at the end of a game. You need to make a play, you know. And obviously, you're going to do some of that. That's what you're great at. But well, I mean, yeah, but priority for him should have been developing that shot early because a, a guy with that type of game is just bound to get hurt. And you don't need to be making a play at the end of every single game, though. Too, you know, there's there's not a there's not a need to try and win 82 regular season games. I mean, people get so pissed off when dudes like Pop sit. They're talented, they're talented players, or when Kerr sits, they're marquee people. But it, you know, it, it doesn't fucking matter if you've got the best goddamn regular season record. It's stupid if you have that, and that's what your main thought is to do: is win as many out of eighty-two. No, make the fucking playoffs. That's all you have to do: make the playoffs. And if you're if you're good enough and talented enough, you won't like slip below a three or a four. You know, and then your walk to the playoffs might be slightly more difficult than if you were a one, but it doesn't garner you that much more. I don't think I don't think home court in the NBA matters as much except for a certain few places. That was the question always was is home court advantage over the Cavs or the Heat or whoever LeBron's playing on this year uh worth killing everyone for? Because Joakim Noah was just getting run into the ground. Um I mean I know Deng's used to play in a lot of minutes, but goddamn. Yeah, right. 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 Damn. <laughs> Made his feet fall off, goddammit. 
I mean, yeah, it just it seemed like that we're we're killing ourselves in the regular season, and and there's just nothing left in the tank for when you really need right. it. I mean, right. you're not going to beat the Cavs with banged up uh, veterans. You know, they, that team needed some rest, and they damn right. sure didn't get it. Yeah, and you're seeing history repeat itself up in Minnesota, I think, and they're locked in for like fucking what five more years of it or something like that up there. I don't remember how long his contract was up there, but you know, they're going to be getting Tibbs to death for 82 games a year for at least another three more seasons, I think. Maybe he was on a five-year. I think that sounds about right. Who fucking knows? Either way, you can't teach an old dog like Tibbs any new fucking tricks. Hell no. (laughs) That's the way he does shit, and that's the way it is. So, you know. Someone paid him to be that way. Yeah, I mean, it, you're Can't exactly fault right. The guy for taking the money no. and the offer for, and then going out and doing his system. Right. It's just, he wasn't. He wasn't with how you do things, Tibbs. Right. No, you don't. You don't get an offer for more money and more responsibility unless somebody believed in the way that you were doing things. You're exactly right, Opie. So don't change. You're you're not being incentivized to change. There. That's absolutely true. Yeah, and so, honestly, like I, with Thibodeau, like you know what he's going to do with the guys, and I love Jimmy. I'm a huge fan, but whenever Thibodeau's gone, doesn't your team look better in a modern NBA system with a combination of Dunn, Markinen, and uh, Levine around those guys? I would think so, and especially with a different in, style in the, of in ball. the future, anyway. You know, in yeah, the long, long term. run, definitely. Because de- well. Uh, the whole and your, Timberwolves team is built for now. Besides your your KT and your Wiggins. Yeah, Nobody but else Towns is. doesn't look like he's quite ready, and he looks like he's going to have to be the guy to lead them, really. I don't see the other guys as talented enough to take them that far. But is Tibbs the guy that could develop Towns into what he could be? I mean, I don't... We've just got done saying how Tibbs isn't good for young players, and he's got a couple that... Need some development there, uh, if I could snap into my French Canadian. As I said, development. <laughs> the Bourbon is getting to it me. Doesn't like the names on that team. None of them seem like they're willing to help the young guys either. I mean, we saw most of them on our team. I mean, maybe Taj. Taj is cool. I would have but... to think Taj is a good locker room guy, but you know, Derek's not. No, Jimmy's a me guy. Jimmy <laughs> is not. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, who else is on the team besides the older group? And I don't know Jamal Crawford. That's a me guy. Probably. Uh, God damn, they, did they pay Jeff Teague? Yeah, Dude, they you got still Teague have on this the fucking team. Sixers game on. Yep. Are you been seeing all of this Ben Simmons sexiness that's been happening? He just put down an alley oop. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, I just. And he he looks the part too. He looks yes. every bit the part. Yeah, yeah. He just pulled down a rebound. I mean, it's crazy to think that, uh, you know, these guys are just going to be coming around every few years now. I think we're going to be seeing one of these guys every few years now. Isn't Aiton supposed to be that guy? Aiton is. B's been high on Doncic all fucking spring long, all winter long. Um, you know, the, the Porter kid with his back is still healthy is supposed to be one of these six ten prototype kind of guys too. 
You know, are we going to be seeing one of these guys all the time now? Are we going to enter into just the goldenest of golden shower eras of NBA basketball? Well, at the lower levels, you got a lot of these tall kids that are finally getting the chance to handle the ball. Yes, yes. So yeah, I, I think you're kind true. of seeing the emergence of these guys, you know. Fuck yeah. Patterning after Magic and, you know, more so like a guy like Penny, LeBron. Fucking Finitar and Chris Tapps, too. I mean, you've got Euro influence on the game where it's just, you know, your big guy's not just confined to the block. He's not confined to that certain set of skills where all he's supposed to do is wait and set picks and flash back down a lane. You know, I mean, he's he's allowed to have some face-up game. And Draymond Green has really changed what a big man means in the NBA, too. Um I mean, he, he's really the first guy I can remember at that height that can step out and guard and step down and guard and still shoot it from outside and make something happen. Yeah. So, I mean, for, for your – he's the guy for Golden State that really seems different besides Steph. You know what I mean? Something that's that just hasn't been seen before. Right, right. And Well, and when you have seven-footers that aren't confined to the block, you might need a rangier athletic guy out there further to be able to contest him better instead of a fucking – you know, human tree trunk like a shack or uh, a guy who is just basically a shot blocker or rim protector like a Hassan White. Because Hassan Whiteside can't go out and guard Chris Stapps. You know, yeah. Hassan Whiteside, he can't guard Kevin Kevin Durant. He can't fucking guard a guy like Dirk out there. You know, you don't match up by height anymore. You're exactly right. It's, it's a complete it's a, change from what we grew up on, at least. You know, in 80s, 90s basketball where you had five, ten, six-foot point guards and seven-foot behemoths yeah. down low that couldn't yeah. step out at all. No. Whereas now you might have a point guard that's taller than your center. Yeah, it's yeah, about as more archetypes than there are than there are now. Yeah, you've it's got... It's, everybody's versatile, and everybody's has the same, same amount of height. I don't know. It, well, and it's based on athleticism Everybody and skill set now. Yeah. Yeah, what what do you do? What, what like can you, you said, be how tall are you? The big guys actually like dribble the ball and develop that type their game. Like before, they all they all they were told to do is just go down there and bang and here to have a little hook shot. Practice yeah. that. Yeah. You don't, dude, you dream don't dribble shake. the ball ever. So Hashtag dream shake. That's all the way through like you're a big guy. That's Junior, junior high, high school, college. Oh yeah, that's that's me life. starting. Like, you know. That's me starting fifth grade at five ten, and them being <laughs> yes. like, "All right, well, you're like one of the tallest we got. So guess yeah, who's I playing down low? Get on the block, fatty. <laughs> like I don't want to play post though. <laughs> no, nope. I can I'm jump and I'm kind of fast. <laughs> Put me out on the wing. <laughs> It's fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I, that's cr- that's cool. You bring that up too because I hear. Uh, I was I was listening to uh, I got serious in my new car, so I flip back and forth between NHL radio and NBA radio now because they're in the playoffs. And somebody was talking, I forget who the fuck it was. Nobody of any real importance, but he said you don't need your best coaches at the at the AAU levels, at the at the high school and college levels. You need them at the U8, U10, and U12 levels, you know, developing everybody's skill sets, not trying to win games, win prestige, just somebody who cares about developing kids and putting them on the right path to that when they can grow into their bodies and and become more physically uh, 
classifiable or you know you, you can look at a guy and be like all right well maybe this is not what you should be but here's what you can be uh based on what you can do like anthony davis started off 6-2 as a point guard ended up 6-10 as a hybrid freak that's leading the pelicans into the second <laughs> yeah, round Sing- i don't even know <laughs> single fucking handedly taking a team through the playoffs right he's now is what six. he's doing <laughs> i want him on the bulls right he's not I feel even like a- that's one positive of aau you know when you're playing with a whole bunch of guys that are six eight mm-hmm. you know somebody's got to handle the ball out here so all of a sudden you've got guys that would be stuck in the post out on the wings, you know, yeah. playing against other guys that are yeah. also going to be, you know, tall as hell too. Well, and if you're a coach, why wouldn't you want more guys with more skill sets? You know, if you can put like like I said earlier, if you could put Joel Embiid out on the wing and have him feet down low to a Ben Simmons instead of the other way around and create an instant fucking matchup problem, well, why the fuck wouldn't you? Because nobody else has got another team that can guard the wing at 6'10". Certainly not Miami. Who are you going to try? Dwayne Wade's old ass out there trying to guard Ben Simmons? Fuck out of here with that. That ain't going to work. I mean, realistically, how many guys in the league could match up at all? I mean, and, and he can't shoot. Let's no. not forget the guy doesn't even try to no. shoot from outside most no. of the time. He gets by on pure athleticism and slashing <laughs> and, and just a will to get to the bucket. And if he wasn't a fucking rookie, he would be drawing a lot more free throws than he probably does too. But he's, yeah, he's something to be watching moving forward. Trust the process, goddammit. Opie, Sixers I can. Fan, did we lose you? What? <laughs> no, I'm actually, I'm honest to God, I'm on that Pacers bandwagon for these playoffs. Fair enough. Because I love Evo. seeing Lance, dude. Lance and LeBron, just Lance and LeBron. Oh, yeah. Lance is like. <laughs> Like Raja Bell used to be to Kobe. You know what I mean? Like, there was nobody in the world that could stop Kobe. But as soon as you put fucking Suns, like 2003 Suns Raja Bell on Kobe, it's like, oh my God, he just melted him. What the <laughs> fuck just happened here? That's what happens when you put, I mean, you get Lance blowing in Kobe and blowing in, blowing in LeBron's ear. Trying to rest, <laughs> jump balls away from him at totally inappropriate times. Oh, man. To, but you know, nobody cares because he's being scrappy. Uh, you know, just fucking. He last game he got a jump ball from LeBron and he wrestled it away from him. He just walked away with it held in the air like this. Like, I don't fucking care. I'm Lance. I'm just gonna lance the shit out of this for a minute. <laughs> it's great. But yeah, the uh, no, I, I watched the Pacers uh, Pacers Cavs game game three. It was or game four. Was it game three, game four? Shit, I don't know. Either way, it was the last one. Uh, Cavs won, but uh, the Pacers' second half was just atrocious. Oladipo was like cold as fucking leftover peas, and that was game four. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he was like, <laughs> what did I say? He was like four for fucking seventeen or something like that, and ouch, didn't get anything going. Uh, and they were still in the game. Yeah, exactly. It took all Cleveland had to put them down by the end of the game. And, uh, you know, even with Indianapolis's star being just completely – or Indiana. They're in Indianapolis. They're the Indiana Pacers. Whoa. Um, their, uh, their star being complete a non-factor for the most part. It took LeBron having a pretty stellar game and uh, – 
Coral Cava. If you're not Rainmaker, second half he came out and just dropped dicks on people. Yeah, the Rainmaker. Let it rain. <laughs> Let it rain. Dude, we gotta go. I just sharted. Uh, yeah, he was out there sharting, and then. You know, like I said, bad shots and cold stretches for the Pacers, and it was still not not done. Sabonis' kid is going to turn into an all-right basketball player. He's he's not a bad dude. And uh, Miles Turner, too. He'll, he'll pop off with a game every now and again there. He was like four for six from three. Yeah, Turner's look, he looks like a nice guy. I mean... Between him, like he can shoot from outside, and then you mm-hmm. got Depot with his athletic ability. There's really some nice pieces there. I haven't seen, uh, you know, Sabonis play much. Yeah, but yeah, uh, I mean, he was their first round pick. He was a top what twelve pick the year before. He was he came over from Golden's or from Oklahoma City in the George trade. Yeah, so, I yeah, think, I think was, he was their <clears throat> top fifteen pick or something the year before. Lottery, okay. No, he plays with with uh, potential. I mean, he's got good hands and good feet. He's just a little skinny, and um, he doesn't. He runs the floor okay, but the Pacers don't really play a run the floor kind of game. All gotcha. that much. Can he I, shoot I, it? No, not yet. But when he when he's in the lane, you can pretty well feed him anything, and he doesn't seem to have the kind of game that his dad does. Not by any stretch. But he's got really nice footwork and some good pair of hands. So he's got a spot, I think, there. Arvidas could move. That's not you know, that's that's not even being mean to the kid. <laughs> Before his feet fell off. Uh but dude had great hands and he could shoot. Arvidas you couldn't leave Arvidas alone out there. He Wasn't put, he playing at like fifty two or some shit? He I'm probably exaggerating, but <laughs> went fucking went back to Croatia and just, you know, collected a Still paycheck no, I don't. Th- I don't know if Arvidas can walk anymore. He's fucking just big dude who's fucking. He got the Yao Ming. The Yao Ming got the Arvidas or whatever. The feet just didn't set up the old body for too much longer than it could have. He fucking seven foot, two hundred and thirty pound guy, two hundred and forty pound guy. Actually, Arvidas was probably clocking closer. We looked up George Mikan. George Mikan was six ten and two forty, like the same size as like a. Uh, old guy, like a Ben Simmons. Forward. Yeah, yeah, he's the same size as like fucking uh, Robert Covington, and he's the same fucking size as uh, like uh, Jared Sullinger. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, fucking crazy. Forgot that dude. guy existed, dude. You should have. I think actually, it's probably wrong. I think Jared Sullinger's ass weighed two hundred and forty pounds, but. George Mikan and Jared Sullinger were the same fucking height. It's crazy. Kevin Durant was taller than George Mikan. Fuck Kevin Durant. <laughs> Put a curse back on him. They're not going to win. They're not coming out of the East or the West either, for that matter. You see what's going on with, uh, with the Thunder? Yeah, they're imploding and they suck. Oh, man. Told you. Uh... You were not. I wrong. mean, I, 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 Laurie Markkinen's a player, but holy shit, uh, the guy from uh, Utah. Oh my god. Oh, uh, damn it! Can't think of his name. It's killing me too. Yeah. 
Cavs, nope. come on, help us. Number 15? Played, played at Louisville. God, I know his name, but fuck. Mitchell? Oh, you're kidding. Donovan kid. Mitchell. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. no, Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell played. Donovan Mitchell ball play. He played ball. <laughs> he ball play. Yeah. He plays a little yeah. ball. Oh, no. And he's got he's got some DGAF to him, too. His little Ben Simmons, Donovan Mitchell, Rookie of the Year spat has been sweet. And, uh, no, he's he'd go out there and just hang the dick on you, too. He won the dunk contest. Oh, yeah. Wait till he gets a better shot. He's got some explosion there. And uh, who's number 15? Um, God damn it. I can't remember his name. He had a great game last night, too. I mean, he's got some explosion in the lane as well. He can get up. And young guy. Is it a young guy? Yeah, I want to say it's like Joey something or Otto something or Graham something. I don't fucking know what his name was. But I saw a couple catching dunks for him that were like, whoa, damn, this dude just shit on somebody. Wasn't expecting that. And yeah, uh, sure. Ricky Rubio, too, seems to found himself a little resurgence out there. He's a fun player to watch. It's, it's yeah. fun to see his teams do things. Yes. Yes, even though he needs a haircut and to get rid of his little scraggly, dirty-ass beard. But, yeah. yeah. Ricky Rubio can play. All right, Opie, I can tell you're itching to talk about the draft. Let's talk about the draft. The draft is a coming. From yeah, the, draft the, time. The, I think we're all pretty excited about that. <laughs> yeah, you should have cut off the NBA about 15 minutes ago. <laughs> Man, fuck that. We are all closet NBA junkies here. I think me and B profess to like so many other sports, but when we get talking about NBA, it's like, I can talk about the NBA for so long. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> The NBA it makes me want happy. the Bulls to be good so bad. I know. I just want to Cause... talk about the Bulls instead of <laughs> the May 15th lottery. There's only so much bullshit you can throw out there. It's true. It's I know you guys true. like the playoffs, it the... but it's not the Don't... playoffs unless the Bulls are in it. Sorry. It, it, I think about it this way. And I'm, I'm viewing the hockey playoffs the exact same way this year. There's something freeing about just being able to watch high-level basketball without really caring about the outcome. You know, just being able to sit down and tune in and be like, that was fucking great. Like, that was a fucking, ah, like, no, ah, yeah, ah. But doing it for both sides, like, not giving a shit what really happens, but being able to see people doing this at the highest level and with the best, uh, the best of them at it it means i don't know it means Are you nothing to sell me because i don't know if i'm not necessarily okay. no i'm just saying that the, what i what i get out of it obviously i would enjoy watching my team win a championship more but i don't want to tune out just because they're not there because there's still awesome competition between the game's best going on I like watching these young teams that are just being constructed and watching them have some success and hoping that we can transfer some of that philosophy over to the Bulls, get this fucking thing going finally. Yeah. And I've watched very little of the West, one, because of time constraints, and two, because, uh, I I don't know, the West is a foregone conclusion to me now. Uh, You know, it's, it's down to two teams, and without a healthy Steph, it's the Rockets to lose. And if they keep putting up fucking 50 points a quarter 
Um, let's see, we went right back to the NBA, didn't we? Jesus fucking Christ. Um, sorry. Okay. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> I was waiting. I was, once again, I was just going to let you go. I was just going to let you go. It's a good thing you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that could have gone oh, south quickly. Fucking fanboys. That's fantastic. Fanboys. <laughs> Okay. It's okay. It's all right. So, the, I NBA, love the NBA too, just not at this moment in time. We're going back burner it. Oh, it's okay. crazy! I'm so hyped about the NFL draft too. I've been telling my fiance about it. She yeah. cares. I'm she sure cares. She, I can tell. She gives so big of a shit for you. I think I might get hammered. Her about to pop ass gives so much of a shit about the Niners draft for you. <laughs> who she? Who she think we're gonna get? Um, I don't know, man. She, you know, she thinks we need a pass rusher, but, uh, with this new Reuben Foster development, she's thinking that, uh, you know, maybe middle linebacker might be the route because Roquan Smith looks like kind of a beast. He's moving up. Yep, Roquan's yep. not going to, where are you guys picking Bears at? Bears probably going to take him. Niners are at the nine. Oh, I saw, uh, I saw Shay McTodd today, um, on S. Penny Annie. Picked uh, Roquan going six to the Colts. Yeah, I've been seeing the Colts want him bad. Which, I mean, I can't argue with that. I watching. I didn't see Roquan play a lot when I did. I was I was all on that Roquan train. Uh, I think I started I started rapping Raekwon lyrics while watching Roquan (laughs) play. Roquan the chef. Oh, the chef. Roquan the chef. Cooked in my ice cream truck. Quan tears it up. <laughs> I mean, pretty much just be our Patrick Willis replacement. That's kind of what he's projected as. Uh, yeah, we're getting okay. a little ahead of ourselves, but a like, little bit. That, but yeah, I, I wouldn't. I'll take a Patrick Willis replacement. Thank you. Yeah. Wasn't Reuben Foster supposed to be our Patrick Willis yeah. replacement? <laughs> it does kind of suck to be right back to where kind of right sounds year. like he's your Alden Smith replacement right now <laughs> instead. We needed one for him too. The thing is, we might well not even on and off the field. <laughs> we could end up trading down, fucking with multiple teams. I've what's the rumblings lately? It's the oh, everybody's who, so hard for quarterbacks right oh, now. They, five it's of them might go in the first me. fucking ten picks. For and you know, it's picks. also fucked up to me is not a one of them is Lamar Jackson. The NFL is so racist. Oh, he has to be one of those five, doesn't he? He has to. He's I the fifth. People, He's the fifth, yeah. 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 It'll probably be top 15. He'll be in the teens, probably. He though. will not go top 10. Because <clears throat> all four guys team... can go in the first four. I don't think anybody's yes, but nobody's trading up to pick Lamar Jackson because after you get through those first four teams, and Cleveland, Cleveland's going to drop back with that fourth pick. I think. I don't think that they're going to pick again at four. You don't think they would take Barkley or Chubb if they were available? It's two game breaking downs right there. Like you can would, take your quarterback, and then you take whatever's best after that. Saquon, you... dude, say I. If Saquon's the out point there, of, I, would, 
I would I would have a hard time leaving Saquon Barkley on the board if I was drafting. <laughs> that was such a hard time doing that. It Especially for the, like, the quarterback that you just drafted. You talk about like a, a welcoming present. Right, right. Like here's your fucking safety valve. Like if here's your red button to hit in case of emergency. You just gotta hope that guy stays healthy because if that guy has a has a healthy ten year career, fuck. He looks to be uh, all-time special, you know. And from what I understand... Building juggernaut here? No. (laughs) No, Cleveland can't build. I don't don't see any reason why why they can't... One, they're losing Joe Thomas. So all the shit quarterbacks that have been protected by greatness for however long, you know, how many douchebags below replacement level assholes as he propped up just by being there. I think so 19, many. Was, 19 was the last count. You'd have to ask him. Apparently he can name them all, which is sad in and of itself. But also a testament to, you know, well, here's my $72 million. I, I bet he made like 130 plus over the course of his career, to be honest. But anyways, I mean, he was the uh, only guy getting paid on that team for a couple of years. Like time. the only guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everybody else getting rookie money. Is that Josh Cribbs money? <laughs> but who are the yeah, Bears looking at? I've heard the mix of trying to trade up. For uh, Bradley Chubb, get your Chubb on, Chubbity Chubb, Chubb Chubb, and uh, Ryan Pace is a trader who likes to do that shit. He's a little fucking draft night gunslinger, that son of a bitch. Oh man, but aren't you guys already down a third rounder this year too? Yeah, I don't think. Fuck he gives it, it. I think. I think, think you want. Let's not get more picks. Let's get rid of more picks. Well, I've also heard of uh, speculation of a trade back with Buffalo to like fourteen. I think was the. See, was I can the, believe that. I believe them trading down more than the trading up. Trade Jordan Howard, my first rounder, my fourth rounder, uh, for. Cleveland. Nobody wants any of that shit. Like, oh, Barkley. <laughs> Nobody wants That's Jordan smart. Howard. Cleveland might take him. Fuck, Cleveland's stupid. Just <laughs> give him Madden the, fucking give trades. Give him the reverse. Like every week. No, it's <laughs> called the reverse Richardson, Opa. You give him the reverse <laughs> Richardson. You give him the retrant. <laughs> no, that won't happen. Uh, Quentin Nelson. Or whatever the dude's name from Notre Dame is another yep. other name that he I've looks heard. Dominant, yeah. And who knows what's happening with Kyle Long? And they've got some other guys locked in for probably more money than than yeah, they Nelson should. King is if we've seen as early as two to the Giants. Like fucking all these guys in top ten could go fucking anywhere with these people trading it up into the first ten picks, and just I mean Barkley could drop. Well, because so many teams are bad and need for now and need for the future. Like, are you are you looking to suck for a couple years, or do you think that there's a quarterback available in this draft that can pull you into mediocrity to where you need to look at building other pieces later on that aren't high value when everybody's looking for them? I don't know. I don't. 
I don't particularly. I heard, well. I heard it's a fairly deep draft, so I mean, theoretically, you could move back and try to get a couple of pieces that you need. But I mean, the guys that I've really heard talked about as sure things as far as studs are Barkley, Chubb, and Nelson. So I gotta think those guys stay fairly high. I don't think any one of those guys drops past eight. No, and that's where the the Bears are picking, and I don't know if if that's gonna make if that's gonna make Ryan Pace antsy like it did last year, and you know two years before that to get uh, Leonard Floyd. So I think there's a a good chance that they will trade up just to ensure they either have a shot at Nelson or if on the outside chance that Chubb falls far enough that maybe they scoop him up too. Hearing a lot of people project Chubb is better than uh, Garrett was at the same time last year. Mm. Well, that's fine. That's it's fine okay. with me. There's, well, there's no, <laughs> there's there's no real way to project. I mean, because you looked at a guy like Clowney coming out number one, and it took Clowney like fucking three years to find out what he had to do and could be as an NFL player, and then he'd kind of turn into a beast. But injury history, yada yada yada. Um. Injuries with a guy like Dante Fowler, you know, there's there's so many variables that affect the transfer from college to to pro, and then being at a high level to do it. But I haven't heard anybody poo-poo the idea of Bradley Chubb being a game-changing pass rusher, or I haven't heard anybody poo-poo the idea of. Uh, Saquon Barkley being a game-changing franchise running back. So those things being said, you really got to be in love with one of these quarterbacks because we've seen both defensive ends, not recently with running backs going number one overall, but in the past you've seen running backs going number one overall, but you can see pass rushers go number one overall all the fucking time. Definitely happens and a lot the fact that we're even talking about the possibility of you know one two three four quarterbacks or something if you get a couple of trades yeah it's just insanity i mean i can't remember ever being at this point i mean you just have to have that guy and yeah. everybody's almost willing to try to pay the price just to just to have the ticket i feel like that's the first thing everybody wants to get now like you like you have to well, it, look at show, your... it shows on the Niners, tell you the truth. Like, just Jimmy coming in there, it's a little different. He wasn't a rookie. But it shows you how that quarterback can change the franchise. Like, the whole outlook, if you have that guy, it can show that he can do it. But I'll flip that to the other side, too, though. But if you look at, like, what a stud running back can do for a young quarterback of an indeterminate skill level, like, look at what... Todd Gurley going fucking loco allowed uh, Jared Goff to grow into this year a little bit. Look at what fucking Leonard Fournette being a goddamn truck down in Jacksonville this year allowed Blake Bortles to kind of backdoor his way into the playoffs a little bit. And look at how bad they sucked when Fournette wasn't around. I mean, there's there's still, you know, as, as coveted still as... still sucks. No, he does, and I'm saying as coveted as... And Fournette. As coveted as quarterbacks are, you can still go a decent ways. Maybe not all the way, but a, a, a bell cow running back can still cover up a lot of deficiencies from a quarterback. 
It can, but you, it almost puts you in that position where your defense has to be so good that you're never in that position where your quarterback has to yeah. bring you back in if a you're game. Playing from behind, you don't. What's the use of a running back unless you run an offense like a Kyle Shanahan or, or some of these, or like Drew Brees off Sean Payton, like those type of offenses. You're playing from behind, like you're not running the ball. No, I mean, but it can be done. It can, but. That's yeah, an organizational it's... philosophy, then. You know, do we do we try to build around a quarterback, or we do ball Running control backs are defense? Dime a dozen. Yeah, you some are. The yes, generational yes. ones. But <laughs> when's the last generational? One? I guess Marshawn Lynch is the last one to win one, win a title. Like when AP was the last... never won anything. Yeah, but when's the new crop of generational quarterbacks coming? I'm not buying Russ. Not buying Andrew Luck. Not completely sold on fucking Jared Goff yet. I'm not sold completely on Carson Wentz yet. I like Wentz and I like Garoppolo. I don't mind Jimmy G. Small sample size, though. You know, I'm not saying that as as a negative by any stretch of the imagination. I'm just saying it's not not all there to be judged yet. Sure, uh, sure. I just wonder about given that philosophy. You have to hit more times. Like, granted, it might be easier to project the guys you're drafting, but you have to hit those picks, and they have to be generational defensive guys to cover up the deficiencies of the quarterback. Whereas if you get a guy who is that quarterback, yeah, you might miss a bunch of times, but once you get him, you can you can miss on a lot of other picks and still and have, you, you have a very a good team. Couple years, you know what I mean? To groom that person, and then you have high draft picks. Like it's. If you do hit on that person, I'm not. It's so hard to yeah, hit on. Yeah, that, 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 that's like saying. And I think that's, do. that's that's why you know, it's so okay. hard. Yeah, exactly. Are, and that's kind of right. my thing. Like, you know, a no-brainer running back when you see one, like Saquon yeah. Barkley. You know, a no-brainer pass rusher like Chubb when you see one. So, you know, the there's the hype machine. There's not even an Andrew Luck in this no, class. Not. You know, exactly. There's not really a quarterback that you look at and say, like, that guy's going to be the guy. Yeah. They, no, they have glaring deficiencies. And since it's a quarterback-driven league, you're going to have the hype machine surrounding every fucking class of quarterbacks every goddamn year. So I'm saying I think that's my argument would be, like, I would go with the no-brainer positional player over the speculative is this guy and be fine with missing out on him if I still get a, a generational talent at another position. I'm fine with that. And then try and get a quarterback next year because, like you said, B, there's not even an Andrew Luck. You know, you don't see uh There wasn't one last year, but you guys picked Mitch. I wasn't happy about the Mitch pick at <laughs> all, OP. I think I was Just, pretty clear about that. You're not and picking still, one this year, though. I'm still so not so you, I Mitch. think you guys hit on a, that no. atrocious ass team Ryan, he was playing on, he Ryan, showed that he can play football. Ryan Pace thinks he hit. I don't know if they hit, but I'm not picking, and Ryan Pace is. So if they're not even thinking quarterback, then Ryan Pace thinks and has to think, by the way, given the amount that he gave up to get Trubisky, he has to think that he hit. Oh, he's the quarterback of yeah, his, that's his job. You know, the, the end of, of his, his tenure. tenure. Yeah. Exactly. That's <laughs> his job. Sure. That's the pick of his. For sure. But enough about the Bears. They're too far away, and they're not going to be one of the sexy picks this draft, I don't think. I feel like uh, a lot of the hype with the quarterbacks and everybody moving up is because of these previous year's drafts where teams have moved up to get everyone. Yeah. I think every, all the top, uh, Wentz, Goff, were both traded up to get, and then so were 
Trubisky, Watson, and Mahomes. Watson, yeah. So, I mean, draft after draft, like, teams have shown that they'll go up and do it if they need to. So, Uh, Didn't C.J. Beathard, didn't they trade up to draft him, too? Yes. Yes, (laughs) Yes, they did. (laughs) Get beat hard. But we didn't trade that much. (laughs) I'd take Beathard in the third round over Trubisky as a number two pick. I can't pose much of an argument against. <laughs> Jerry's still out. Jerry's still out. But it is. It is for sure. It's, it's very, very early. Yeah, I think. Uh, I, and my problem is still remains the Bears just have zero track record in developing a quarterback. So, Niners, we'll switch gears. Niners, what are Niners going to do? Not going to pick a quarterback. <laughs> no, are they going to stick? Are they going to trade up, trade down, trade back? Uh, I've heard I, a bunch of. I would say shit. back, if anything. What do you yeah. think? You think they'd move up? No, 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 no. There's no way they'd pick whatever best available. Ever hearing uh, the report is Tremaine Edmonds right now. Yeah, if I, I keep hearing if Roquan Smith's not available, then Edmonds becomes the yeah. guy, and that's driven by Reuben Foster's idiocy. Yeah. And the whole Foster shit kind of threw not. Yeah, wrench. They kind of knew they were going into it not thinking he was going to play anyway. <laughs> He's already but, been in trouble once this offseason. Yeah, so <laughs> this one was, just happens to be so egregious. Suspension. That, yeah, it was a lot of DBs early on in the early drafts, like the the Fitzpatrick's and the Derwin James and the uh, those guys. But now it's getting down to the nitty gritty. It's probably like I don't want to take another <laughs> linebacker that early. But in the in the rumor is that we trade with the Patriots and then they pick if if like Rosen falls or something the nine, I guess the we get the twenty three and the thirtieth pick in the first round, and the and the the numbers match up on the trade chart or whatever. So um, it's that and that that can kind of be like a hey thanks for Jimmy Garoppolo type thing, you know. Here Couldn't you really use down. a guy like Minka Fitzpatrick in what your division's about to turn into with the passing, though? I mean, playing uh, the, Yeah, we could. Play. And that's, that's... I don't know. We the Tremaine Edmonds is a versatility thing. Like He he can turn into an edge guy. And, like, we, we're kind of trying to... Trying out all these different guys and seeing who's fitting right now. I mean, and then... Uh, and, like, at, at linebacker, we did pick up Corey Toomer... And free agency is kind of under the radar for. Not I mean, not, he's not like the greatest fucking linebacker by any means, but he's serviceable. Um, we got we have a lot of backup plans for the linebacker position, and you don't really need like that great of a linebacker if you have a quarterback that's gonna win every game for you anyway. <laughs> <laughs> And I mean, uh, and Derwin James and Minka Fitzpatrick are also pretty versatile too. So I wouldn't be like completely shocked to see them go one of those directions no. either. Anyway, I like there's no. nobody on the board. You couldn't be mad about it that either. I'd be shocked that they'd take like even a trade back. I wouldn't be shocked. The only thing I'd probably trade up unless they unless they want like Barkley or Chubb or one of those three guys. Like they fall in love with them, and we, I mean, we got nine picks. We we got a little bit of. Oh man, something! I feel like that around. franchise really needs to draft some high character guys too. 
But I don't think they're in a position where they can be taking a risk on too many character no. questions right now. Like they like Arden Key and later, I mean, it'd be like second day pick, but they're talking about him, and I'm like, man, do I, would you, we really want another fuck on our team? Yeah, I mean, you never <laughs> want to hear a guy that was a top five projection at one point going, no. you know, all the like, way down there. And now that we drafted one of those guys, it's like, <laughs> it's coming back to bite us. Like, we were excited over that. We were fucking gay, and then watching them throughout the year, we're like, man, we got we got something here. We were excited. Did you see their war room? Yeah. You think, uh, you think Lynch is taking it personally? Yeah, probably. That's some embarrassing shit, bro. Like, that was, you know, the, you know, that was the roundly, you know, praised move of his, you know, young GM, uh, you know, career. How much? And it's is going that? up in flames. <laughs> Yes and no. I mean, it could it, end up being nothing. Like, you could end up getting not out of the whole thing, but I heard I mean, that too. If, if the the girl doesn't cooperate, there's they they're not going to move forward with it, and that those might get dropped. Um, it all and depends. The, it could go either way. Weed but, thing is his first offense too, so that'll end up just yeah, being a game if the other thing gets dropped. I mean, he'll right. get two and it'll get he'll arbitrated get down games, to one. And then, yeah, appealed down uh, to one. That's Best case. Best Worst case, case yeah. he's going to jail for 11 years or whatever, whatever sure. the shit is. Which, th- there's no way that happens. Is this still related to the shooting the gun off to somebody's head? That's no, that's Alden. Yeah, okay. that's, you're confusing Alden. Fucking... Uh, I'm getting my Niners criminals mixed up. <laughs> that guy's a whole nother level. A whole nother level. What did Ray McDonald do? It was domestic Same body. shit. God damn, you do need some character guys in the locker room. I'm telling you, man. Like, th- I don't think the franchise can take too many more hits like that before people are just like, okay, can we draft right. somebody who's not an asshole? We have turned into the fucking Raiders. I mean, Lynch <laughs> did say if it even a uh, sense of it comes out that he actually hit that girl, that they're cutting him. So he did say that after. You know, after the whole. I mean, it was like a week later, but he still said something. Oh yeah. You know what's oh, yeah. awesome? Well, not awesome, but if you're Reuben Foster, you know what you can at least take heart in? You'll always have a job with the fucking Cowboys. It's a very good point. That's, And somebody will pick them up because nobody chastises the team that picks them, picks them up. It's ah. the team that they're on fucking when that, it actually if happens. They keep them. Yeah, yeah, it's the keeping of the guy that gets you in trouble. Yeah, not that's the it. The, you Maybe have not to the... cut them or you're, you're just fucking... Yeah. You're yeah, shitty, the first your shitty the, franchise. You have to be the first re-signing too. You can't be the second re-signing. If you're the first re-signing, you can get away with the everyone deserves a second <laughs> chance. <laughs> we 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 believe that Ruben is committed to change, and uh, he's demonstrated to us that football is what he really cares about, and he's going to make the, it all. The changes any of that shit his life anymore. to be able to stay on the field and be a productive member of Team X. <laughs> <laughs> Yep, yep, football. I didn't say, well, I did say football one. I didn't say football enough in that to be an accurate representation of a coach or an NFL GM. Maybe, maybe, uh, Ozzie Newsom, because I don't think I've ever heard Ozzie Newsom talk. He just speaks strictly through press releases, which I would too if I signed Joe, Joe Flacco to that contract. I wouldn't show my fucking face in the light of day ever. Oh, again. God. 
What a terrible time to have to do an extension, though. Had to. Had to <laughs> Coming there, off. Right? <laughs> he mean... won you a Super Bowl. Right. Oh, he should God. Give half that money to Terrell Suggs. <laughs> uh, it's happened before. It's Terrell, though. Yeah. All right. So, I mean, do you guys believe in any of these quarterbacks in this draft? I've spent nothing but time trashing all of them because I don't I think I don't it's... have to worry about it. <laughs> I no, don't care. <laughs> that's fair, I, but... That's the best part about this draft. I doing a sports fucking... podcast before the NBA or the NFL draft, so... I mean, fair what enough. really worries me about the top two guys they're saying, uh, Darnold and Allen, apparently have emerged as the top two. And both guys have problems throwing under pressure. And, I mean, you just... I mean, Allen's one of the worst they've ever rated at doing it. And Darnold had, what, 37 interceptions in, like, 25 games or something over Uh the last couple years? I mean, just, you know, a ton. So, I mean, does that make you feel confident in either one of them? Not really. I mean, Allen didn't even tear up lesser competition like... uh, Wentz did, you know, yeah, at and least with Wentz, he yeah. shredded everyone around him. Right. That's the kind of the thing that I feel like with Allen, uh, everybody's fallen in love with the tiny <laughs> Great Plains quarterback, college quarterback. Nimijamakis Fessel. <laughs> I heard he could throw it 70 yards from his Yeah, knees. right? <laughs> this guy doesn't like scissor, but he Bible thumps and goes and hunts geese in his off time, so we should probably sign him. I mean, it's I, I, Darnold, okay, and then Rosen. Rosen had a shit year, didn't he? I mean, it was a down year. Yeah, and, and then like Baker some Mayfield was the only guy that really I, did. And anything. I, I, I fucking and I Lamar know. Jackson. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Lamar Jackson six three. I mean, I think I feel like Lamar Jackson has. More of an on-field pedigree than any of the other guys that people are talking about more. Because Lamar Jackson has been... What if everybody's not talking about him and then somebody jumps up and grabs him in the first time pick? I don't think anybody's going to talk about him, and I think that's going to allow somebody to get Lamar Jackson at like 16 or 17 and have a really nice, serviceable quarterback for a lot of years. Does this feel a bit like Deshaun Watson last year? It really does. It really I mean, does. I, I know it's not a perfect comparison, but no, it, it's feels, not. it feels the way he was underrated last year for what he'd accomplished in college. System guy does it with his legs, not his arm. Translation, black guy. Um, exactly what it is right there. The fucking, he is of the NFL desired size. He's mobile. He's not pocket confined. Um, I don't know, you know, what what his accuracy level is, but I know that the arm strength is there. I don't know what level of system that he plays in that translates into NFL success, but I don't feel like, you know, the guys that are getting talked about have as much proven on tape stuff other than maybe Baker Mayfield who uh, is a little too small for me and I think benefited from playing in a conference that does not fuck give shit about defense like the Big 12 you can just they they had mailed it in yeah there's they're fucking uh, 
I saw Oklahoma play Oklahoma State. And it was thirty-eight, thirty-eight in the first half. Like this is not fucking football, man. This is this is fucking like NFL blitz or fucking somebody made a seven-on-seven seven video game, and that's what we're watching right now. I don't fucking enjoy this. So I feel like a lot of Baker Mayfield shit is inflated. Um, but even even saying that, like. I want my quarterback pick to be a no-brainer, which is why I'm still not sold on the Trubisky thing because it's by no means a no-brainer. I mean, I want to be like, yup, when I look didn't, at a guy. Didn't, like, just about a year ago, all, like, three or four of these guys were, like, can't miss fucking quarterback prospects, and they all have a bad year or whatever the case, and everybody's shitting on them now. Seriously, which makes me like, think- Rosen, Allen, and Darnold were fucking just poster poster boys of fucking their the next big fucking thing and now they're just like oh they have all these flaws and they were they were now it was last year come right back to the top of the draft though two days before time we're talking about them going potentially four out of the top five as quarterbacks so yes we might have but the quarterback marketing machine has come right back to the fucking four again it happens every year i feel like the NFL needs quarterbacks to be talked about. I'm just constantly. saying they're justifying their position. If they were actually at one point, they were everybody was splooging all over these guys, and then how difference a year makes in a couple weeks before the draft? Like, well, I mean, they're still going to get drafted about where they were going on. to. I don't know. They're still <laughs> going to get drafted. You know, well, these, these guys probably all go top seven anyway. Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, they will. But there's, I mean, I, I get what you're saying, Opie. I mean, we're just, I think it's part of the fickleness of news cycles. I think it's part of, uh, you know, the the need for there to be off-season relevance, relevance given to the NFL and, and for them to try and stay at the fore of, of sports and media consciousness as much as possible. So you'll inflate, you'll deflate just for the, purpose of having something to talk about i think a lot of times yeah it's, it's just tough nit- nit- picky fucking shit that oh for sure for sure like the more the te- closer it gets to the draft the more you're gonna mm-hmm. get the minutiae of all the bullshit instead right. of just seeing and it, it's so it's so tough to these guys like instead yeah. of which is but what i mean was you before. know go ahead sorry no you're fine I kept thinking you were like done, and then you like would hop back on for a second. <laughs> I mean, it's just impossible to predict. Even the guys who are the, you know the best in the league at doing it really just don't know who's going to pan out from these guys. It. I mean, there's not one real thing you can point to that says that's what's going to make him a you know a good NFL quarterback. So I mean. Unless the Patriots know it, I don't know. They seem to be doing pretty decent. <laughs> there, there are, <laughs> <laughs> but even they gave away their their next of kin, though. I mean, so oh, they and, and Jacoby Brissett last and streaming, year. Though they they held out as long as possible. Yeah, they gave away two quarterbacks last year, and I think yeah. that's going to end up being a very short sighted move on their part because I don't think just Jacoby Brissett looked like a bad quarterback. He looked like a rookie in a shit situation. Yeah, he yeah, got pretty thrown decent. into the mix right at the beginning of the year. 
Yeah, and then traded to Indy when they were just falling the fuck apart. Um, and then Jimmy goes out to San Fran and kills it. So, you know, are they fucking giving Brady, you know, stem cells and whatever in his avocado water that's going to keep him a fucking mutant football machine for years? Or I mean, I feel like they didn't think Brissett was going to be quite, you know, the the heir to the throne. Because they had to have known that uh, trading Jimmy was a very likely possibility that year. Right, right. But, you know, there's something to be said for having a serviceable backup, too, when you look at all the problems of quarterback injuries last year, too. Definitely. And even them, as as a team that rode Matt Castle to the fucking playoffs on top of that, too, they should know better than anybody else. Got him paid. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So, I mean, I... I don't. I don't know what, like you said, you know, there is no formula. There is no uh, one thing to point to, other than maybe hand size, because you got to have them nine and three quarters, <laughs> big old meaty bear big chokers. Old. Yeah. Wasn't uh, a wasn't the big news before last year's dra- or a couple years ago? Wasn't it Goff's tiny hands or some shit? Something like that. I don't. I right. I don't. I don't know. Uh. Uh, it's fucking, so much it's, fucking right. stupidity. Or you look back at Andy Dalton, like Andy Dalton with his red hair. Like it makes him a bad quarterback. No, being a bad quarterback, <laughs> stuck with Marvin Lewis makes him a bad quarterback. <laughs> Not the goddamn red hair. <laughs> well, it's fucking crazy. You know, Joe Flacco doesn't about genetics. Joe Flacco doesn't have red hair, and he's a bad quarterback. He's Fucking a terrible quarterback. Terrible quarterback. Damn. Fucking Mike Glennon had a really long giraffe neck, and he's a bad quarterback. Fucking, I mean, there's all day on what bad on bad all, quarterbacks. All day. I mean, like you forty-five can't... of them out of the sixty in the league. <laughs> but then again, you can look at the same shit and point to him like Drew Brees is a tiny little man. Drew Brees is a great Russell quarterback. Russell Wilson isn't like the biggest guy either. Right. Tom Brady came out of college looking like a fucking slab of fucking cookie dough. <laughs> and he's a great quarterback. Uh, Were any of the best quarterbacks in the league like the guy coming out in their draft? Peyton. I mean, Rodgers, Brady. Manning was. Peyton Manning. Well, yeah, yeah. But I mean, in the league right now. Luck. Uh, Wentz. Has the chance to be Lance, Luck, yeah. Luck still has the chance to be Goff went high, didn't he? Yeah, he Goff was one. one. Yeah, Goff has the chance to be, but I mean, Jerry's still out. Yes, but I mean, you can you can look at years before that and right. And, just you know, just saying, kind of the randomness of, of where quarterbacks come from. <laughs> yeah, I don't think there's any kind of trend there or any kind of causality. You just hit sometimes, and you hit, hey, you miss. What's the opposite of hit? Jesus Christ, we need to stop podcasting. Miss, Can't. you said it. <laughs> hit your face, and sometimes I hit you in the nuts. That's what I do. And then if you're Breeze, then your team lets you go again, even in the pros. Yeah, right. Um, but, yeah, Rodgers and, and you know, some of these guys were not not ones overall. There was a different emphasis on stuff back then, maybe, or... You know, maybe drafting a quarterback number one overall would have cost you $50 million, and teams were kind of reluctant to do it. 
five the, that shit. Yeah. Yeah, so I think it was cheaper to draft some of the other position players higher. Than Which it is was another reason why backs. people are drafting them in the first round or first ten picks. It's still a little bit more expensive than the rest of the draft, but it's not like fucking it used to be. Right. You it's not prohibitively expensive. Fucking max contracts. To right. Fucking... Right. It and it's not I... like potentially fifteen thousand dollars more than a than an end or a yeah, offensive tackle is... or something like That's... that. I don't know how they ever got a, got away with that type of shit. They fixed it real quick. Well, not real quick, but... They did put enough. the kibosh on it. Agents, man. It's all agents. Yeah. Well, that and the emphasis and need for quarterback. That's that's a lot of what drives it. It's a quarterback-driven league. It always has been, and, you know, unless... Unless you really start seeing teams unlock some kind of defensive formula, it's going to stay a quarterback-driven league, especially since they're trying to make it so much harder to touch them and touch receivers. And At least the catch rule is figured out, I guess. They just went Alleged. to the old rule. Allegedly. <laughs> All they did was get rid of the going to the ground. Allegedly. But now that's in every ref's head, so they're going to still be thinking that. And it's... Yeah, yeah. I think you've got those dudes so crossed up now that they wouldn't be able to fucking tell you what's a catch anyways, no matter what the rule is going to be. You're shell-shocked. <laughs> yeah, you can't even just put, like, if it looks like a catch, it's a catch. <laughs> Which is right. what it should be. It's what it but should be. But they got to the point where it's... <laughs> There's been Everyone knows rules. if you caught a ball or didn't catch a ball. You know, if you want to make a caveat, like if the ball touches the ground, then it's not a catch, regardless of whether the control was maintained or not, you know, then that could be your only other corollary. If it looks like a catch, it's a catch. If it touches the ground, it's not a catch. Boom. Which is so, kind of how it's always been. Until yeah, why not? Start fucking it up. Until they tried to, I don't know, fuck Dez or fuck the Packers or... <laughs> Just, fucking knows. They knew, that, they knew those were going to happen. And... Well, yeah, because the whole thing is fixed. Well, yeah, still, it's, just, it's, it's still, all choreographed. Like still real to me, damn it. That's <laughs> all sports. It's all just choreography. In some sense, just real yes. good at it. Right. It's just not choreographed. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm dead. Let's express it, dance. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Uh, who needs scissor lifting this week? Anybody in the wide world of sports fuck anything up? or yeah, Reuben Foster, allegedly. Yeah, right. Um, Maybe uh, him. Uh, Dude from Toronto. Guys up there. I don't know, man. We'll just, we'll just keep it. We'll just keep it light and fluffy this week. Everything's cool this week. It's been a good week. I'm all right with it. I'm cool. So, yeah. Well, thanks for uh, Tuesday night edition of Bareback Sports, Opie. Appreciate you joining us. Being back on a regular non-wrestling dictated schedule now. You got your post-mania crashdown. Everything's kind of slow where they're starting new storylines up, right? Yeah, I haven't been watching. <laughs> you just had your fucking sports entertainment overdose and you got a detox now? Oh, yeah, there's like six months that I won't watch now. So 
You look good, man. You look like you've been eating. <laughs> I haven't seen his handshake once. <laughs> I'm fucking with you. You're good. You're good. But yeah, B, thank you for joining too. Always a good time. Glad you're back uh, off your hangover from your last, last, last hurrah this time around. Last hurrah. Oof. Yeah, baby time. How much longer? Uh, due date's May 12th, so not long. Not long indeed. Not long indeed. Well, we'll, uh, we'll keep everybody posted on the status of BX3 there, which is what I'm tentatively calling your child until, until we get a name. That'll work because we don't have one yet. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Maybe bareback sports fan base could come up with a name for B's child. Oh God! <laughs> so us three, <laughs> right? Right. I'm gonna let you two name my child. <laughs> no, I think you could have worse people trying to name your child. It's, I think that's you true. I think you could have better people trying to. Name your child. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we fall somewhere in the middle there. Somewhere in the middle. <laughs> I would make sure the spelling was proper. <laughs> That's all I can guarantee, though. This is not one of those situations where you can, you know, hit 37% of your free throws. Got to get this one. Uh, yeah. Yeah, this one's kind of permanent. You know, the world remembers this one. So <laughs> I wouldn't make it like uh, McKenzie with all Ys or... I tried. This is funny. I fucking. I tried to make a argument that most Canadian dudes were named Scott to my wife. <laughs> I don't even know why that's funny. <laughs> so we end up on this Canadian website, and uh, it's not even up there. But Gordon is, and Nathan is, and I should have fucking known that. Gordon, Nate. Gordon. Yeah. Gordy. Gordon. Nate and uh, Brian. Lots of Brian's in Canada as well. Yep. So who knew? I did. I should have. My entire staff at Saskatchewan Farms, Brian, Gordon, Nate. <laughs> My milking manager, Scott. All right. America, we're out of here. Opie, what do we like to tell the folks? I don't remember. Awesome. Be good to each other, America. It's not that fucking hard. All right. Bareback Sports coming at you, bro. Most intelligent, insightful idiots on the interwebs. Thank you for joining us. Okay, bye. Don't you come back here no more, man. We got this shit on lock now. Gateway. Gateway, baby. Distract. Distract. Come on, I see you, baby. TR got this. Hey, why? Why not? Why not live? Why not Enough to be the devil's apprentice And I can't finish Diminishing the dude that born the challenge I'll come What you really get a dentist to the planet's mission image when I'm through That's what you really wanna do Cause I came and put a dent up in the game And a dent up in your brain And I'm the one to blame for leaving shit stains on the track Got nothing against you but this barrel gets you back It's in peril, you relax and adapt to the fact that You in grave danger, you wouldn't wanna anger The rap baby in the manger Why these haters wanna crucify the savior? Just 
It's the flavor that you should savor. Them haters who partner in the gay just to chill and relax. 